From Hollywood, the Campbell Soup Show, starring Jack Carson. Yes, listen to Jack Carson, Betty Martin and his orchestra, Arthur Treacher, Jack's nephew Tugwell, played by Dave Willock, the late-year-old Norma Jean Nilsson, Irene Ryan, and yours truly, Del Charbonne. With Christmas dinner over and the dishes cleared away, you likely feel as if you'll never want to eat again. But tomorrow is a different story, and that's the time for Mother to trot out sandwiches made from the leftover bird, along with piping hot plates of Campbell's vegetable soup. Now, there's a day after Christmas supper that's easy to fix, yet delicious and satisfying, too. Yes, ma'am, rich beef stock and 15 different kinds of garden vegetables make Campbell's vegetable soup a dish that mothers everywhere say is almost a meal in itself. Want to remember that round supper time tomorrow? Well, folks, it's been a joyous Christmas day so far at 22 North Hollywood Lane. And here, tidying up around the tree, we find Jack Carson. Uh, Treacher, there are a lot of ribbons and paper around. We ought to straighten up a bit. After all, we're having guests later on. Yes, sir. And, Treacher, I, I don't like to reprimand you on a day like this, but... I've told you a number of times not to burn the kitchen scraps in the fireplace. But I didn't, sir. Well, then what is that odor in the room? Like scorched potato peelings. Oh, that. Well, yeah. well, sir, I just smoked one of the cigars you gave me for Christmas. <laughs> How can you say that? Those are very expensive cigars, and they were imported from Cuba. Cuba? Yeah. Well, those cigars must be their way of getting back at us for the Spanish-American War. <laughs> Preacher, don't make a big thing out of it. They can't be as strong as you say. Well, all I know, sir, is that I smoked one in the kitchen and the feathers came off the canary. <laughs> yes, I, I noticed the canary was a little naked this morning, but I thought he was just molting. Canaries don't molt flat on their back with their feet in the air. <laughs> well, maybe you'd better not smoke any more out there. Go outside after this. You wish me to smoke the cigars outdoors, sir? Yes. Don't you want the swallows ever to come back to Capistrano? Richard, that's enough about the cigars. Some people don't have any gratitude. Besides, even if you didn't like the cigars, you must have liked the cologne Tugwell gave you. Oh, yes, the cologne. Yes, yes sir. I, I put some of it on, and I've been meaning to speak to you about that, sir. Oh, hello, Tugwell. Say, Uncle Jack, I've been out in the garage trying to... Hey, what's that smell in here? Uh, which smell do you mean? If, if you're referring... Uh... <laughs> Referring to the one that resembles someone barbecuing a goat. Well, that's the cigars your uncle gave me. On the other hand, if you mean the fragrance that comes from having an old halibut under the front porch, <laughs> that is the cologne you gave me. Well, gee, I can't understand why you didn't like it. The man in the store said it was one of the best at the perfume counter. It's called Her Sin. Her Sin? Yeah. Nobody could have done anything that bad. Tugwell <laughs> uh, was only acting with the best of intentions, Treacher, but if you don't like the cologne, why don't you take it back and get a refund? Perhaps I will, sir. I've only used a few drops of it, and that can't come to more than ten cents worth. Well, yeah, they could deduct that from the purchase price. You'll still get 13 cents back. <laughs> <laughs> you mean the cologne cost you 23 cents? Yeah. I didn't intend to spend quite so much. 
But then they talk me into the large economy size. <laughs> Two gallons. <laughs> but, Uncle Jack, I was out in the garage and I came in to tell you how much I appreciate that present you gave me. Well, I, I thought it was very practical. You see, Treacher, I've been buying Tugwell a bicycle from the mail order house a part at a time. Yeah. In 1944, he gave me the wheels, and the next year, he gave me the frame, and last year, he gave me the handlebars. Of course, even though a few things have been missing, Tugwell has been riding it all this time. Yeah. And it'll make it a lot easier on me now that you finally gave me the seat. <laughs> yes, I, I noticed that riding around with nothing under you but the sharp corner of the frame was making you a little, uh, nervous. <laughs> Well, speaking of being nervous, Uncle Jack, what's the matter with the canary? He's all naked. <laughs> well, that, uh, that was an accident. You see, Treacher smoked a cigar in the kitchen and the canary's feathers came off. Well, gee, how could a little cigar smoke make his feathers fall out? Mm, these cigars could make John L. Lewis's eyebrows fall out. <laughs> Treacher, I, uh, I'm a little tired of hearing about these cigars. I know they are good quality cigars, and even though I am not a smoker... I'll prove to you they're all right by smoking one myself after dinner. Mm, well, if you do, so don't forget to hold on to your feathers. <laughs> Preacher, why don't you prepare some of the hors d'oeuvres that we'll need for our guests tonight? I'm just getting ready to do that, sir. Uncle Jack, aren't you going to open up any of your presents? Oh, I, I thought I'd wait until little Norma Jean got here. She likes the excitement of opening gifts and unwrapping and all that sort of thing. See, I don't see how you can wait. I opened up all of mine. Hey, and you know that muffler you gave me? The muffler? Yes. What about it? Well, I think it's going to be too long. Well, uh, that, that muffler's made out of that stretchy wool, and they always seem long at first. But uh, what makes you think it's too big? Well, I put it around my neck and then went upstairs to look at myself in the mirror. Mm -hmm. And when I got up there, guess what? What? The other end of it was still downstairs in the box. <laughs> well, don't worry about it. After a while, it will probably shrink right down to your size. Gee, how could you get it to shrink that much? I'll blow some cigar smoke on it. <laughs> Let's, uh, let's forget about the muffler for now. Tugwell, as you know, Miss Ryan is coming over to our little party today, so why don't you go down to her store and help her with her packages? Packages? Yes, just don't forget it's Christmas. <laughs> She'll undoubtedly have a gift for me. <laughs> it might be rather heavy, too, because I hinted that I wanted sterling silver candlesticks. What did you give her, sir? Oh, I gave her a dandy present. An enameled, unbreakable back scratcher. <laughs> It'll come in very handy, too. <laughs> she lives alone, you know. <clears throat> Did you finally decide to give her the enamel one, sir? I thought you were going to give her the gold back scratcher. Well, the gold one was $14. And nobody could itch that much. <laughs> I gave her some other things, too. Well, I'll ride down on my bicycle, Uncle Jack. See you later. Okay, so long. Master Tugwell is so excited about having that seat on his bicycle, isn't he? Well, naturally. It's the first time in three years he's been able to ride sitting down. <laughs> I either had to buy him the seat or have Tugwell upholstered. Well, sir, I'll begin preparing the hors d'oeuvres for this evening. Yes, yes, Preacher. Why don't you get started on that? Well, sir, I was waiting around for you to open those packages from Wisconsin. I thought they would contain some food. Oh, I'm not going to open those until later. I already opened the candy package, and that's enough. At least you could go out in the kitchen and try to help the canary recover from that cigar smoke. Very good, sir, but I hate to do it. Every time I go past his cage, he looks at me so accusingly with his little bloodshot eyes. <laughs> yeah, but he must be cold without his feathers. We ought to do something to keep him warm. 
Well, I could roll him in breadcrumbs like a veal chop. <laughs> That's just silly. Now, please go out there and don't smoke any more of those cigars around him. Yes. Uh, come in. Hello, Mr. Carson. Well, hello, Norma Jean. Merry Christmas. Same to you. Do you notice anything? I'm wearing that hair ribbon you gave me for Christmas. Oh, yes. And it's cute, too. Do you like it? I got it at Bullock's department store, you know. I know. The tag was still on it. It said Bullock's Wilshire, $12. Oh, darn it. I told that salesman to take that price tag off. <laughs> My mother took it off. Underneath it said, Sam's Novelty Shop, $1.98. <laughs> For your mother's information, that happens to be a very high-class store, too. My mother looked it up in the phone book. It was listed as Sam's Novelty Shop, the house of a thousand bargains. Yes, yes, well, that's true. Sam does have some wonderful bargains. He handles all kinds of merchandise. I know. In the ad, it said, clothing, delicatessen, and see Sam before you sell your automobile. <laughs> well, Sam has been very nice to me, and I like to throw a little business his way. But tell me, honey, did you like the candy I sent over to your house? You didn't send over any candy. Well, sure I did. Don't you remember? It came in a box from Milwaukee. That's Wisconsin candy. But it's all made out of cheese. <laughs> <laughs> well, naturally, Wisconsin is a big dairy center, and they, they make lots of things out of cheese. <laughs> My mother says it's the first time she ever tasted chocolate-covered Limburger. <laughs> well, those, those are bonbons. You have to cultivate a taste for those. Of course, if you eat too many, you have to cultivate new friends, too. Mr. Carson, is Wisconsin really a big dairy center? Wisconsin big? It's the largest in the world, honey. They manufacture all kinds of cheeses. In fact, at Christmas time, when people meet each other in the street, they say, Mary Roqueford and a happy leader, Kranz. <laughs> Gee, Christmas back there must be wonderful. I'd like to go to Wisconsin, where they have real Christmas trees and snow and everything. Yes, yes, Hollywood is a little artificial. Now, Wisconsin really does it right. When they have a Christmas parade back there, it looks like the real thing. Santa Claus has a red suit and whiskers, and in back of him is a choir singing Christmas carols. Really? Yeah, look how they do it out here in Hollywood. Santa Claus sits up there in sunglasses and a bare midriff. In the back of him is a chorus singing out frost warnings for Pomona. <laughs> but uh, even if we are in Hollywood, honey, tonight we'll have a real old-fashioned Christmas party. Yes, I'm so glad you asked me to come. Where's Mr. Treacher? Oh, he's out in the kitchen fixing up some goodies. Why don't you go out and help him? All right. See you later, honey. Somebody else at the door. Hey, this might be Tugwell and Miss Ryan now. I, No, no, I can see through the window. It's Del Charbot. Oh, well, I guess I better let him in. His holiday won't be complete unless he can say something about soup. Hello, Jack. Well, how are you, Del? Fine. I just dropped by to wish you a Merry Christmas. Thank you, Del, and the same to you. Thank you. Well, so long, Jack. I've got a lot of other places to go to. Hey, wait, wait. So long. Del, wait a minute. Aren't you going to say something about Campbell's vegetable soup? Well, no, Jack. I have a rigid rule about that. On holidays, I never say anything about soup. But, Del, I, I can't get over it. You mean you're not even going to mention how Campbell's make their vegetable soup the good home way? Starting with a full-bodied beef stock and then adding 15 kinds of vegetables, 
fixed and cooked with real home kitchen care? No, Jack. Well, at least you could name the 15 different kinds of vegetables, like carrots, tomatoes, sweet golden corn, celery. No. No, Jack, not, not even one of them. Yeah, but think, man. I, I don't care for myself. But think of those little vegetables. <laughs> All year long, they've been waiting for you to remember them at Christmas, just like children wait for Santa Claus. Dell, they'll look at me. You're, you're not going to disappoint them, are you? Oh, it's no use, Jack. I'm going to stick with the rule I made. But, Dad, man, think what you're doing! <laughs> Do you want to go into the new year with a lima bean mad at you? <laughs> Dell. Now, this is not the true Christmas spirit. Think. Think of the Campbell people. Think of the Campbell people. <laughs> Think how those vegetables are so carefully prepared. That hearty broth is filled through and through with good beef taste. And think how easy Campbell's vegetable soup is to fix. How it saves housewives precious time around the busy holidays. Why, why, Dell... Women everywhere say it's almost a meal in itself. Uh-huh. You forgot to say, mm, good. Huh? <laughs> oh, yes, yes, Del. Mm. Mm. Good. Oh, <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, Jack, but I'm, I'm really not going to say a word. All right, all right, Del, but this hurts me more deeply than you'll ever know. Just look what I did in your honor. Up there above the door, I hung three, cams, uh, three cans of Campbell's soup instead of mistletoe. Every time anybody walks under it, the vegetables kiss each other. Well, that's very nice, Jack, but some other time I'll talk about soup. I gotta go now. So long. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Dell. The Christmas Song, played by Freddie Martin and sung by Stuart Wade and the Martin Men. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire Jack Frost nipping at your nose Yuletide carols being sung by a choir And folks dressed up like Eskimos Everybody knows a turkey and some mistletoe help to make the season bright. Tiny tots with their eyes all aglow will find it hard to see tonight. They know that Santa's on his way. He's loaded lots of toys and goodies on his sleigh And every mother's child is gonna spy To see if reindeer really know how to fly And so I'm offering this simple phrase To kids from one to ninety-two Though it's been said many times, many ways, many.
Merry Christmas to with the refreshments. What shall I do now? Well, why don't you turn on the Christmas tree lights? Miss Ryan and Tugwell should be here any minute, and then we can really start the party. All right. Uh, Treacher, how are you coming with the punch? Well, I haven't mixed it yet, sir. The, that Coca-Cola you told me to use is flat. Flat? You can't understand that. That bottle has only been open since Thanksgiving. <laughs> well, sir, what shall I do? Shall I open up a new bottle of Coke? Uh, no, no, there's no need for that. Just drop an Alka-Seltzer in the old one. <laughs> You know, Mr. Carson, I'm becoming imbued with the Yuletide spirit myself. Really? Deck the halls with bowls of holly tra la 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 <laughs> How was that, sir? Fine. You sound like a stretched-out Nelson Eddy. <laughs> Mr. Carson, are you going to sing a song for me this Christmas? Oh, yes, yes, honey. And this year I've got a very special song for you. The Christmas tree looks pretty, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, I, I trimmed it myself, you know. That on top? Ah, uh, oh, on top. Well, <laughs> I couldn't find an angel to put up there, so I used a picture of me when I was a baby. <laughs> I was just two weeks old. Gee, you were a funny-looking angel. <laughs> what are those things in back? Are they wings? No, no, they just look like wings. You see, it was windy the day they took the picture, and my daddy was flying. <laughs> Now, let's see. We've got popcorn balls for everybody. I made those just like we did in Milwaukee. Bicycle into the front room. Well, I want to ask you something. Uh, you see, the seat you gave me works fine. But what about that foxtail you gave me to put in the handlebars? What's the matter with it? Well, it's a funny-looking foxtail. It's only four inches long. <laughs> well, Tug, well, some foxes just don't have long tails. They, uh, they don't get a chance to grow because they... Uh, they sit down a lot. Well, maybe so, but I still don't see how a tail could be so small. Well, all right, it's small, but let's not talk about it anymore. Okay, but I want you to see how I fixed it on the handlebars, Uncle Jack. Look, every time I ring the bell, the tail waves. Watch. Say, that's kind of cute. <laughs> but just put the packages under the tree. Uh, Tugwell, did you hear me? <laughs> I can't get over how that tail waves when I ring the bell. <laughs> yes, yes, it's very cute. But don't do it anymore. Here comes Miss Ryan, Mr. Carson. She's coming in the back door. Oh, uh, a traitor, go let her in, will you? Yes, sir, but I think the punch needs one more Elka Seltzer, sir. Yeah, well, take care of that later. Right now, let Miss Ryan in. Yes, sir. Dick the holes with bowls of holy. <laughs> <laughs> this really ought to be a swell party. Even Treacher has warmed up a little. I'm sure anxious to open my presents. Uh, Tugwell, will you stop ringing that bell and waving that tail? Okay, okay. Yes, Miss Ryan, sir. Hello, everybody. Merry, Merry Christmas, Merry Miss Christmas, Ryan. Miss Ryan. Well, well, well. And how are you on this brightest day of all the year? Oh, I guess I'm about as well as could be expected. <laughs> uh, come, come, Miss Ryan. It's Christmas Day. You should be cheerful. Oh, I am. Merry Christmas, everybody, and... Uh, Happy New Year. <laughs> Although I don't think I'll last 
last another year. Well, that's ridiculous. Why, you're practically in your prime. By the way, Miss Ryan, how old are you? Old? Well, I'm just drifting into my 30s. Drifting into your 30s? Yes. Mr. Carson, don't you think she'd better have someone look at her rudder? Treat it. <laughs> Miss Ryan, we're, we're very glad that you were able to make the party. Oh, thank you. And you know, I came in through the kitchen. What happened to the canary? It hasn't got any feathers at all. Well, uh, we had a little accident this morning, and since then, the poor bird has been naked. But uh, never mind that. Just look around the room, Miss Ryan. Aren't the decorations pretty? Oh, what a lovely tree. The lights are so gay. Mm hmm. And just look what you've got on the top of it. Isn't that cute? <laughs> you really think so? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Who would have thought to take a picture of the canary without his feathers? <laughs> That's me when I was two weeks old. Oh, pardon me. Mr. Carson, aren't you going to open some of your presents? Yes, yes, I'm going to get started on that right now. Now, there's the punch bowl, everybody. Have some, will you? Oh, Mr. Carson, I meant to thank you for the presents you gave me. The back scratcher was awfully nice. Yes, I, I thought that would come in handy. And I just love that fur neck piece you gave me to wear. Oh, you liked it, huh? I, I had to look all over for that neck piece. That's genuine squirrel, you know. Yes, it's a lovely piece of fur. But do you know something, Mr. Carson? What? There's no tail on it. <laughs> and it looks like somebody cut it off. It does? Yes. <laughs> I wonder what could have happened to that squirrel's tail. Any other questions? Sidewell, get away from that bicycle and I'll talk to you later. I'm dying to open some of my presents. Treacher, uh, take the scissors and help me open them, will you? Hey, this one is from you, Treacher. Yes. Oh, a necktie. <laughs> and it's so different. I've never had one made out of this material before. Gee, polka dot cheesecloth. <laughs> the newest thing, sir. You know, at night it lights up and says, hello, baby, kiss me quick. <laughs> hello, baby, kiss me quick? Yes. What won't they think of next? It's really swell, Tricia, but will the electric battery last very long? Oh, yes, sir, yes. I got the large Griffith Park size. Yes. <laughs> Did you really like it, oh, sir? Oh, I'm, I'm crazy about it. Then I'm very happy. Deck the halls with boughs of holly, tra-la-la-la-la-la-la, voot, voot. Preacher, I think you're a little too happy. Are you sure you didn't uh, put something into the punch? Oh, no, sir. Maybe I just got hold of a loaded Alka-Seltzer. <laughs> Where did you get hold of that voot, voot? Oh, that's something I picked up at the Palladium. <laughs> you ought to see what Uncle Jack picked yeah, up. Never down. mind. <laughs> Mr. Carson. Oh, that's from Milwaukee, honey. I just opened the cover. Let's see now. Socks from Aunt Mabel, a sweater from Cousin Betty. Gee, there are a lot of things in here. I like to get things for Christmas that I can wear. I remember one year I got a beautiful dress. It was one of those strapless evening gowns. Oh, yes, yes. I've seen those strapless kind. By the way, what holds those up anyway? 
Well, I don't know about other girls, but with me, it's scotch tape and willpower. <laughs> wow. Gosh. Here I am taking all this time to open my gifts. I think I'll leave the rest of them until later. Let's have some music now, shall we? Mr. Carson, don't forget. You promised to sing me a song. All right, let's let's do that right now. Let's all gather around the piano, folks. Treacher, you and Miss Ryan stand over there. And Tugwell, you come around here to the other side. And Norma Jean, honey, you sit right beside me on the stool. All right. My goodness, that's one of the most unusual piano covers I've ever seen. It comes clear down to the floor. That's not a piano cover, Miss Ryan. That's the muffler Uncle Jack gave me for Christmas. <laughs> the other end of it is still upstairs in the box. Well, Tugwell, maybe the muffler is a little too large, and perhaps the sweater from Cousin Betty doesn't fit, but at Christmas time, who cares? The important thing at Christmas is the way it makes you feel inside. Having friends around you and realizing that your neighbor is a pretty swell guy after all. That's, that's the Christmas spirit. Mr. Carson, what is the Christmas spirit? What is it, honey? Well, it's, it's the spirit of America. It's your family and your friends and your home. Listen. The house I live in, a plot of earth, a street, the grocer and the butcher and the people that I meet. The children in the playground, the faces that I see, all races, all religions, that's America to me. The place I work in, the worker at my side, the little town or city where my people lived and died, the howdy and the handshake, the air of feeling free. The right to speak my mind out That's America to me The things I see about me The big things and the small The little corner newsstand And the house a mile tall The wedding and the churchyard The laughter and the tears The dream that's been a-growing For a hundred and fifty years town I live in, the street, the house, the room, the pavement of the city, or a garden all in bloom, the church, the school, the clubhouse, the million lights I see, but especially the people, that's America to me. Yes, honey, that, that song just about sums up all we mean by Christmas and peace on earth, goodwill towards men. Put into other words, it, it means consideration, thoughtfulness, kindness, and tolerance for others. Because to the guy next door, you're the guy next door. You've got to see his viewpoint, too. Will you remember that, honey? You bet I will. And thanks for the song, Mr. Carson. Hmm. Merry Christmas, Norma Jean. Merry Christmas, Mr. Carson. Merry Christmas, Merry everybody. Christmas, everybody. Good night, folks. When a good home cook tastes some of your cooking, shakes her head and says, I couldn't make better myself, then you know you really got something. And that's what happens time after time whenever a critical housewife tastes Campbell's vegetable soup. 
For Campbell's, you see, is the good home kind of vegetable soup. The beef stock is rich and hearty, and the vegetables are carefully selected, skillfully prepared, and cooked just so. But instead of just a few vegetables, Campbell's use 15 different kinds. Red ripe tomatoes, tender green peas, crisp carrots, young lima, beans, sweet golden corn, and all your other favorites. Mingled to perfection in the rich beef stock. Mmm, good. So good, in fact, that in millions of homes everywhere, the vegetable soup that families sit down to is Campbell's vegetable soup. So how about it? Will Campbell's vegetable soup be on your supper table tomorrow night? Mmm, good. Good. That's what Campbell's soups are. Mm, good. Tune in Robert Trout with the news till now. Every day, Monday through Friday, hear the program with the most complete news coverage in all radio. In addition to every leading news gathering service, each day, Robert Trout's own correspondents in world news centers send him first-hand facts, human interest stories behind the day's events. For complete, accurate, unbiased news, tune in CBS... 6.45 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for Robert Trout with the news till now. Jack Carson and all of us will be back next Wednesday to wish you a very happy new year. Every night on CBS is the biggest show in town, so stay tuned for Dr. Christian following immediately over most of these stations. This is CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System.